Welcome back. Yes, yes, you know what time it is. Episode 64, The Best of Rivals Podcast. I'm Jordan J. Will, and I got the one and only D-Bev in the building. Good to see you, my brother. Yes, yes, yes. Same, same, same. Uh, Jay, I'll be honest, I forgot how to do these things. How do we do a podcast? <laughs> hey, bro, we just, you know, we, we get going. We talk. We talk about the great sport football. Um, yeah. And, we, you know, we had the international break. And international break is always weird, bro, bro because, you know, you got players going out, performing. And you kind of forget about the club feeling for a little bit. Yeah. You know, everyone's playing for the national club, doing their thing, uh, seeing players you haven't seen before in a long time, been buried on the bench, balling out. Yeah. And then there's also major changes happening, you know. You got managers leaving, uh, sackings, and uh, there's one I just got to bring up real quick. Because, you know, start of season two, I guess you can say, with the Best of Rivals podcast, yep. this guy was a, a main theme. You know, we kept bringing him up. Thomas Tuchel, bro. Uh, yep. My favorite manager. Your favorite manager, bro. Absolutely. He is back. He He's not done. He's not dead. You know, yep. left Chelsea, got sacked. Out of nowhere, oh, oh my God, D-Bev called it, though. I know y'all saw that. But now he's at Bayern Munich, which, is, which isn't, which is you know, surprising at all. He's German, you know, um, it just makes sense. But I think the big thing at play here, you know, I saw the name, and I saw, saw the club, and I'm like, oh, shit, Tuchel's back. But it's against Pep, bro. And the UCL, yeah. that's, that's the major thing to me right there, so... I, Byron's playing mind games over there, bro. Yeah. They're playing chess. And uh, I just want to get your opinion on that one, that major uh, manager signing right there. Yeah, I think, I mean, first off, I, I did send Tuchel the congratulations text when he got the job. I just want to make that clear. I did send that over. Um, listen, man, it's either a stroke of genius from Bayern yeah. Munich or it is the worst decision of all time. And I think that's just, I mean, this this UCL tie with Manchester City, I mean, that's exactly what it is. If, Dude, if they fired Nagelsmann just to get Tuchel, just for him to lose, I mean, that's not going to look good, is it? So I think all the pressure's on Bayern Munich, all the pressure's on Thomas Tuchel. And you know, the reality is, bro, uh, you know, I was actually very nervous with this, with this tie with Nagelsmann in. I think I'm a little bit less nervous now. I really do. I think I'm a little bit less nervous. I, I don't mind. Remember, listen, the year that they won the Champions League, Chelsea and Tuchel, they beat us three times in a row in like a, a month or two. FA Cup, Premier League, Champions League final. Ever since then, bro, I'm pretty sure we beat them every single game. <laughs> so like I'm our record against Tuchel is 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 pretty good in recent, recent, recent memory. So um yeah, uh, it's just it's just you know it is what it is. We'll see on the game day, but this it is, is a little uh, bit of, it's uh, a little bit of added drama. It's a little bit of added drama. Hey 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 hey! I was quiet. I was letting you get your little you know analysis opinion in my political but, talk. Yeah yeah exactly political talk. That's what it is. That's great because that's what it is, bro. That's exactly what it is. You are afraid, Pep. I know he's shaking in his boots right now. This is a Pep, big game. Pep wait, wait wait wait. Pep yes. shaking. What is it? A big game, D. We always talk about it. Big games, Pep. They don't really add up. They don't really mix well. Pep is a really – he's great at – and the genius of Pep is when he's dominant. When there's no clear-cut, you know, tension, um, any doubt in your mind that he may lose, that's when Pep's at his, his, at his greatest, right? He is low-key kind of concerning when 
you know, there's a big game at play. Yeah. And, 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 and or something's been, you know, shaken up. And this is a major shakeup right here. Nagelsmann was balling over there at Byron, bro. Yeah. People are upset that he got he got sacked. If I were him, I'm upset as well. I'm very upset. Well, he was the I think the main reason that people were upset is because he didn't lose a game in the Champions League. Exactly. That was the biggest thing. Obviously, in the league, it was like, you know, close with Dortmund, but... Like, what what are these standards here? You know, we, we, we got on Chelsea heavily because they, they sacked Thomas Tuchel when he yeah. gifted them, you know, a Champions League, and he was struggling in the prim, you know? Now you got Byron. They haven't really got lost anything. You know, I think they got knocked out the German Cup or something like that, but who? They win out every year. They don't yeah. care. But Champions League, they're still there. Um, and then Bundesliga, I'm pretty sure they're also contending as well with BVB. Yeah, um, I think they're going back and forth. Yeah, you sack a guy when the game hasn't even been played yet. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. It in a lot of ways, you can say it's a disgraceful sacking from it Bayern is. Munich. It is. The only thing that the only thing that I would I would sort of pull back on is I heard that there was sort of rumblings in the background with like him being the girlfriend of a reporter who potentially leaked some stuff about the team. That's no, hold, hold on, hold on. That's, that's yeah. serious, right? Because like, and remember the second, like he left, they split up. So it's like, there's a lot of weird stuff going on there. Yeah. All I'm saying is from on the surface level, yes, it's a, ter- it's a terrible sacking. It's a disgrace. Yeah. If we peel it back and we're the decision makers and we have a little bit more of the private information, I think maybe there's a real reason why he got sacked. I don't think this is going to affect anything that Nagelsmann does going forward. I'm not super familiar with him. I know he was at, I believe, Leipzig, did well, and then that's why um, he came over to Bayern after uh, Flick went to Ger- to the German national team. I think that's yeah. kind of how that sh- shook up. But, I mean, people are talking about Chelsea, Tottenham, like where does he go next, Real Madrid potentially. I think he's going to be fine. Well, and- I mean, it's it's great you bring up Chelsea. I think that's where he's headed most likely. Um, okay. Talks have just been ongoing with them. Well, but, he's not going there now. Right. Wait, 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 wait. But, you know, speaking of Chelsea, Graham Potter out. We all knew it was coming. Can, can, can we, can we, can I ask Mr. you the, real quick? 2.0. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Can I ask you really quick? Like, yes. You know how, how I've, I was, listen, you give him to the end of the season. You've already made your mistake. Don't make another one. Like, because if you compile mistakes, it just compiles the amount of time until you become successful. Yeah. That's, that was my sort of stance. Now that he is gone, can you look at that and be like, you know what? Yeah, he had to go. 100%. He didn't do shit at Chelsea. Pardon my language. He didn't do a thing. What did he do at Chelsea? But, but, you know, we just talked about, hey, don't fire Nagelsmann before the game. Like, the game meaning the Champions League. Chelsea are in the Champions League semifinals against Real Madrid. I know we can sit here and be like, yo, uh, of course Real Madrid is going to win and all this stuff. However, he got him there. I don't know how. I really don't know how, but he got him there. It's it's something to say, Jay. It's something to say. Why would you? And it's all to bring in Frank Lampard, who you know is not going to be there next season. So, so let me let, let me let me. I got you. I got you. That's that's a that's a good point. I was going to say great. It's a good point. Only because I see the similarities, right? But then I also see the, the obvious. Byron Munich was a powerhouse, a dominant team with that manager. Expected to win possibly the Champions League at this point. Okay. Expected to win the league at this point. Okay. Right? Chelsea has been terrible. Absolute terrible. Correct. The Champions League is the one league we're looking at. Like, how the hell are you doing this? 
it's a one questionable thing. And I don't give Graham Potter um, any credit for that. That's really? the luck of just Chelsea right there, bro. Let's be real. You know what? I'm actually the drawings. Gonna, like, I'm come not, on, bro. I'm not going to debate that too much. You know, um, they did have Dortmund in the quarterfinals, which is not an easy outing. But come on, you got Jude, yeah. you got Julian, but then Chelsea has everybody else. <laughs> you feel me? They haven't played anybody yet. Yeah, that's true. And we're about to see right now. They got Madrid. Um, Frank Lampard. You know, this is the one I want to say. This is their caretaker right now. So it isn't. He's not the long term manager right now. He's yeah. just checking in. This, and this is a, a classic Chelsea move, mm-hmm. you know. They 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 fired, they sacked, you know, Grand Potter, right? And people are like, ah, eh, we knew it was coming. But they don't have a, a long-term, you know, plan. They're still looking. So yeah. what do they do? They find the next best thing, you know, their yes, Comfort- man. Comfortability signing. Yep, exactly. Someone who knows the club. Um, but, but, th- but this is my thing, right? Like, okay, do you think and, – and this is what's so weird. Do you think hiring – Lampard for the last what two months of the season, yeah, is going to produce better results than keeping on Graham Potter. Like, like that's a very you have to be super definitive with that decision, right? Because like you're now paying another manager more money to get what worse results potentially. You know what it is? I, I I'm gonna tell you right here, D. I I figured it out. I'm like, damn, why they bring Frank back? Like, how does this make them look? They fired him, you know, did all these signings in between, and they get him back again. What what the fuck's going on? Now I'm looking at Chelsea. I'm looking at the squad, and they they got this little golden boy over there. They love so much who hasn't been performing at all. And I'm pretty sure they have ongoing contract talks, trying to see where he's going to go. Mason yeah. Mount, I bring him up again. Interesting. Frank Lampert loves Mason Mount. Interesting. He yeah. absolutely loves Mason Mount, bro. You saw you talking about him in the uh, in the first press conference that he did. Yes. He's like, yeah, Mason. Yeah, you like relax, bro. We get it, bro. He want. I'm telling you, I think they still see some potential in Mason Mount. And I don't well, think there's any any um wrong in that. I think there is some in there, him as well. And Frank Lampert may be the manager to bring the best of him again. Who knows? Well, what I, I heard, know. what I heard is from the contract negotiations that they're going through at the moment. Um, it's actually it actually would make more sense financially for uh, Chelsea to sell him okay. because he was an academy player, which means from a technical standpoint, uh, the financial fair play rules. If you sell a player that comes from the academy. That's going to look better on your books than if you sell a uh, sell a player that you bought from another co- from a, from another club. So like, there's a lot okay. of like accounting that's going on into that decision whether when whether Mason Mount will be sold in the summer or not. So it is a it is an interesting point, right? Can Frank Lampard potentially um, get that player Mason Mount to yeah. take less money? I think that's really what it's about. Like if if you think about it from like a you know, can Frank come in and be like, hey, Mason, you know, Chelsea's my club. Chelsea's your club. Yeah. Just take, you know, 200,000 200, a week, you know, just take one, just take 160 type of thing. Um, I don't know if that's going to be the case, bro. I, I, I think, I just think that Todd Bowley, I think it's, it's kind of embarrassing, right? I mean, he's got to be embarrassed. He's got to be embarrassed, bro. He came in, talked a lot of stuff. A lot of games. He made bold, bro, he made bold signings. He made signings that were against the pre- the previous manager. He then fired the pre- previous manager. A lot of people say prematurely. He then brings in a pre- another manager who's not proven. By the way, he didn't just bring him in. He paid Brighton to get him. So yeah. it's like it's like it's like twenty million they paid he he paid him for something like that. He buys him a b- bunch of players that he probably doesn't even care too much about. Then they sell. What is Todd Bowley go- doing, bro? I wouldn't be surprised. I genuinely would not be surprised if if Chelsea was up for sale in two years again. I wouldn't be surprised because yeah. this guy Todd Bowley, I think 
how do you turn this around? Frank Lampard? It's like, stop it. Quick question. Quick question to sort yep. of round this Chelsea uh, discussion out. I mean, is it Nagelsmann in the summer? Is it uh, the Spanish manager that uh, they were talking about? Uh, I forgot his name now. Um, Zidane. Obviously, he's always a name who's out oh, there. Oh, you're talking about uh, Luis Le- Enrique. Luis, yes, Enrique. Yeah. Yep. Uh, who's not a bad manager, actually. He's not. So, he's not. You know, these types of names, are, are you are you, are you buying Pochettino? Are you yeah, buying any Pochettino. of these or, or what? Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. Yeah, because the thing with Chelsea is they just need a manager who has established himself to the point where he can come in and grab all those egos and, and hurt them, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and make something of it because they have the players. It's crazy, bro. They 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 have their best player back, in my opinion. Conte, Conte, right? bro. And you saw it his first game back. I wouldn't say anymore. I I I, th- I think. I mean, at the end of the day, bro. One of the things that people say is like, uh, was it availability is the best ability type of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, if you haven't played. All right. I mean, I I hear that, right? I hear that, but you clearly see, like he, like encompasses everything you want in a player. Oh, yeah. In his first game back with Chelsea, bro, you know, they didn't score. I mean, the other team didn't score a goal. It's kind of like, come on, bro. Like, this is what he does, man. You know, um, Frank Lampard didn't have him in the squad, you know, in his first game. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see if he plays against Madrid. He definitely should, in he my will. opinion. Right? Um, and Chelsea, they see him as a, a building, you know, block with the long, ongoing future. You know, he's going to be a vet for the, the young youth. Well, maybe um, because there's there's a lot of rumors that he's going to Real Madrid. Uh, sorry, not Real Madrid. There's a lot of rumors he's going to Barcelona. Some people say potentially in the Serie A because his contract's coming up as well. So it's you like, know, yeah, no, exactly. And I, I think I there's saw gonna be a lot they... of turnover. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a lot of turnover, at Chelsea, bro. I think a lot of the players that we're seeing at that club, bar all the new incomings, I think there's a yeah. lot of outgoings, bro. Yeah, I mean, outgoings. in my opinion, the manager that should probably get it from like I guess the current uh, crop that we have, it has to be uh, Nagelsmann, bro. I, I just think I agree. He, Actually, you know what? You know what? I sorry, sorry, sorry. So I actually don't agree, and I'll tell you why. Okay. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Nagelsmann's 35, right? I think this team, in particular, this Chelsea team, it just seems like there's e- like you said, egos everywhere. So he goes against my point, then. I see. I see what you mean. I think there's just. I think there needs to be a manager who you cannot say anything to. Okay. And I mean, you can't say anything. You cannot disrespect. I mean, Pep, Pep's kind of that way with, with you know with us, right? It's like no player can challenge Pep because it's Pep. He's proven to win. I think Mourinho is another type of player, another type of manager. You can't say anything to him. Who, who have you got in mind here, bro? This one, I'm telling you, I think I, I've hit it on the head with this one. We we see that you know I guess Chelsea they they like going back to the past, right? And there's okay. a current situation in Tottenham that's not going well at all. And you need a manager no. that's been proven. No, you need a manager no, that's been proven. No. Jay. You bring Conti over. You tell him, hey, look, no, you've done no. it before. Do it again. And you got better players. And can, you've can won. I, can I you say can't tell him. You go ahead. Can I say The Chelsea fans would riot. <laughs> Bro, they would be like, he just did that at Tottenham, and now you want him here, bro. They would riot. They would, dude. No, no. Like, and here's the thing: if Conte was still at Inter Milan doing his yeah. thing, absolutely, I think that's hundred uh, percent an option. 
After what he just did at Tottenham, there's no, there's no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bro, it's Tottenham though. I don't, I, I don't bro, like the guy, but like it's Tottenham. It's yeah, Tottenham, but, bro. It, it, think about the fans, bro. The fans don't want to watch back five every single weekend. They don't, and that's one of the reasons why they they wanted Tuchel out to some degree as well, because they were yeah. like, yo, you keep playing this back five, it's not working. We're not scoring. We're not doing right. anything inventive. We're not creating chances. Sounds like you. Sounds like you want uh, poach to me, Dan, bro. You know I don't like him. You know I. Don't, I don't know any. I. I. I think he's one of the least impressive, elite managers that out there. I mean, I. I think it's. I mean, I. I. I mean, honestly, honestly, if I'm being completely honest, in a lot of ways, I think Graham Potter was a good striker away from being a success, man. I really do. And here's the thing. You know what's weird about that, Jay? Because, like I said, I think that this team needs. Uh, a manager who you can't say anything to, but Graham Potter is sort of the opposite of that. He, you can tell he's a super soft manager. It just is what it is. I think that was one of his issues, but is it other, other issue, bro? No striker. And that, when I mean no striker, I mean no definitive, healthy number nine who can actually produce goals. Aubameyang's a number nine who hasn't done it in the say. Premier League for yeah. the last two, three years. Yeah. Um, Brogia injured. Probably not good enough, regardless. Felix, they're not even playing him center forward. They're playing him on the wing. Yeah. Uh, Havertz is not a striker. I don't know how many times I have to t- say this. Yeah. Like, the Chocomeca, he's, what is he, 21? <laughs> it's it's not going to work, right? They need awesome in this, this summer. And uh, and maybe something will work. Maybe if even they brought Lukaku back, potentially. I don't know what the, what the deal was. But if they could have brought Lukaku back, potentially, I mean... And that, that's that not really a, a bad idea because my boy loves to just travel. He loves making these just, I'm going to go to this major club out of nowhere. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he came, came back to the Prem again. I don't think he's done. Um, well, I mean, he, again, he's on loan. So it's not, I mean, he can. Right. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Um, I don't know what that situation is going to be, but enough of Chelsea. This isn't the Chelsea podcast. See, these guys are, at the end of the day, we're, they're a laughing stock. And we're, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to be nice. We're trying to give them solutions. We don't really, <laughs> we hope they we stay don't. like this forever. Yeah. Bro. I mean, that's, that's why I mentioned, uh, Conti <laughs> going back, you know. Just show, please Jay, help I, me out. Help me out. I don't want. You know? Dude, we're all we're all gonna celebrate if Conti goes back. Hundred percent. But I know you kind of celebrate celebrated somewhat. Uh, Burnley, Vincent Company. Yeah, former my, my, uh, Man City great. My captain. My Your captain. captain. By, Your captain. And by the way, by the way, I know people. I know people kind of talk about some of the center backs of in Premier League history. You know, they always go to the John Terry, Rio Ferdinand, Nemanja Vidic, Yapstam. Understand that Vincent Company, he's not in and around. That guy might be the best. He might be. He might be. Because remember, he was working in a club that had, had none of the stability, none of the success, none of the structure. That guy. Is he was he started as a center defensive mid. He literally made his name at a club from start to finish. And by the way, he capped his career off at Manchester City with one of the best goals a center center back has ever scored in history. So you have to just give that man credit. I absolutely love him. I'm so glad he's in management now. I'm sorry we had to destroy you guys in the FA Cup. Kill however, him. however, however, <laughs> however, that doesn't that doesn't tarnish anything he's done i'm so glad he's taken burnley he's burnley's obviously going to come back to the champions uh, to the premier league now yeah and i think they're going to flourish and mm. that's the guy to do it bro he's a leader personified mm. 
personified. And by the way, future manager of Manchester City. Don't don't at me, Jay. Yes. Um. Me. I mean, it's funny you say that. I, I I love how this is coming. You know, this is this isn't a Man City, uh, podcast at all. Um, disgusting club. I hate them. We all know that. But I, I do find it kind of amazing and beautiful to see the genius and just you know, uh, love of the game when it comes to Pep and his his students, Vincent Company. Balling right well, now with Burnley, right? Right. I think it's a, I think it's a tad disrespectful, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Remember, he made his name before Pep came. Just remember that's that. That's true. That's that. true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But Pep did come at one point, right? <laughs> he did. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so with with that, you're teaching. You know, you see the philosophy of the game, right? Of course, of course. Then Arteta, another one. You know, great with, point, Jay. With with Pep, and look at Arsenal performing really, really well. Bro, it's just the love of the game and, and the way they play, and you know the way the, the approach to it. Um, yeah, I, I do think that Burnley's going to be really good as well, and Vincent yeah. Company is going to be you know a, a, a nice addition to the Premier League as a manager. Very nice. I, I, I'm I'm not one of these people that like like likes to bring up race a lot, but um, when Patrick Vieira got fired, yeah, there was a big big discussion about you know now you know they went from the Premier League needing a lot more black managers and yep. obviously that's in relation to how many black players there are. Obviously there's, there's a massive disparity in that, in that regard. Um, but there was a discussion around that, you know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, Vieira is as much as I think he probably should have stayed. You can't, can, you can't be like, yo, Vieira was hard done by. You can't really say that. He had very poor results for a very long time. Yeah. I feel like Vincent company is going to be in the Premier League for the next five years. Guaranteed. Hey. I really, I think that's a manager who is just going to stay. And whether he moves to another club or just does really well at Burnley, yeah. I think that's a manager who's going to be in the Premier League for a very, very long time. Yeah, and, and I, I love that you, you mentioned that, bro. Uh, you know, I think it's major, another black manager, I guess, in the Prem. You know, we're, we don't talk about it a lot, but, like, that is a major thing that shows and, yeah. others that that's possible. Um, here's the thing. It's, it, it shouldn't be, it's not like a token thing, right? We've had right, black managers not. before. Yeah. Um, and, I, by the way, I don't think it's, like, massively a massively important conversation at this point right but you're right the the despair like think about the percentage of black players in the premier league versus black managers there's a massive percentage difference and by the way they're two different professions therefore they need their own respect right right? if if a black player isn't going for their coaching badges or trying to be a manager after the after their games uh, after their uh, careers done that's on them you know that's not on society however you're right It, it is it is a great example that a guy who was at a club for 10 plus years can then go and get their coaching badges, yes. maybe go manage in, in Belgium and then come to the Premier uh, championship, yes. build the way up. Like, there's a route. There's, there's a pathway to success, you know, like don't be surprised if Henri eventually comes and manages some club in the Prem as well, bro. Um, he just I has wouldn't... to do, he just has to do it elsewhere. That's, well, I mean, he, he has been uh, assistant managing with the Belgian national team. He was doing that a little bit, didn't perform really well. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's still doing it, uh, well, he, but, he talked about it. He he said like, yeah, managing. He, he's hundred percent in on being yes, a manager. So. Yes, and you telling me that Arsenal um, wouldn't take their their former great back and ha- come on, bro. It makes perfect sense. It brings in ratings too and money. You know, it's just it's just everything that comes with it. Um, so I, I love the way that you know the game is really going, bro. As a, as a, like a fan for real, just seeing the prem from like when I first started watching and seeing it now, and seeing the influx of like young. Uh, Black talent that's performing really well, Saka, Jude Bellingham, you know these major yep. names, bro. It's amazing, bro. Rashford, like I, I love it, bro. Um, yeah, 
It's amazing. And it, it is it is funny though, right? It's like um, you 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 always sort of see it more when the when the players are representing their countries, right? And you yep. see like, um, yeah. I mean, listen. I, I, again, I'm not some like token diversity person, but like, it is good to see that like, you know, this is what your country's made of. You know, yep. this is what your country's made of. This is what your English. This is what English football looks like. You know, yes. whether whether you want it to or not, this is what it looks like. And the reason it looks like this is because anybody of any race or background can can you know produce on a high level. That's just, and of course, that's normal because that you know we're just human beings at the end of the day. But like, it is yeah. good. To, it's good, just good to see it seen. It shouldn't be overrepresented it shouldn't be forced but it's, it's just naturally Saka is one of the best players in england rashford yes, one of the best players in england luke uh i keep saying luca tony um, <laughs> i haven't told you bro for, you, for those who don't know luca tony is one of my, i played i played with him on fifa so many times it's just a joke between my brother and i uh, <laughs> but it's like i was i was saying luca tony yeah ivan tony same same player but uh yeah i mean it's just good to see for sure i, I gotta say though for me uh the highlight to this weekend so far has been Arsenal, Liverpool, uh, part two. Yeah, bro, yeah. um, absolutely phenomenal. Like the first game was, you know, very exciting, back and forth. But this game right here, bro, it was it was a little different. This felt like like personal. Like I, I don't like you, you know, you pissed me off. Um, shouts to Trent. I gotta give a big shouts to Trent, bro. People talk about him a lot, and we talked about him. And it's it's not his fault. It's not his fault. He is in the wrong position. He's in the wrong position. We know he can't defend. Everyone knows. But when it comes to, to attacking, to attacking, bro, Xhaka, he, he he fucked up today, pardon my language, may have cost Arsenal a title. Because when he was talking to Trent and they got into it, I saw it in Trent, bro. He tapped into a different level. Second half, he basically... He kind of gave you guys a title if you if you do what you got to do. Stop that's it. All, that's all I'm going to say. Stop it. And you can thank Trent for that. No, you can. You can thank Trent for that, bro. I'll, th- no, I'll thank Trent he, for he, all the bad defending he did against us. I'll there you go. You you point out bad defending. Is that his fault that he's in, a, in the wrong position? At at this point, I agree. I think there needs to be changed. But, bro, at the, here, here's the problem with, with uh, this Trent gas. And I, I want you to keep going afterwards. But the issue, Jay, is one. His lack of defending is typically because of a lack of an effort. And that's okay. never going to be respected by anyone that watches sports. The second thing, you act like he can just now go play right wing or go play right center midfield. Go ahead. Go do it then. Oh, wait. You still have to work hard. Not going to work. Jay, the reality is if you're a winger, you have to be – you tend to be more athletic, a little bit faster, pacey. He's not that. If you play him in the midfield, he's going to have to be – even more defensively sound because he now has to pick up runners and he's not just playing in one pocket of the field. This guy is a right back who is, is not good enough to be a winger. That, that is, is what it is. <laughs> so he better learn how to defend or we're going to keep, we're going to keep going on him like that. It just is what it is. Okay, great. He, he did another great thing offensively. He always does. No one's saying he's bad. We all know that Jay. We all know he's great off going, going forward from that right back position. Am I hating? Hey, I don't no. think I'm hating. Hey, solid point, solid point. But get back to the game as a whole. Uh, Arsenal choke, bro. And this is what they do. Those gunners, I always tell them, the same old Arsenal, bro. Yeah. yeah. 
Same old Arsenal. This is what you guys do, man. You came out, you look really good, 2-0. But then, this is what separates the greats from, you know, the ones that want to be great. City in that same position, when, you know, Trent is barking at you, they're not going to snap. They're going to play City ball and continue to ball and dominate you. Yeah. You should you should win up 3-0, you know, put them to sleep. You let them creep in. And once you let them creep in, that's that's all Liverpool needs, bro. Because then Klopp's over there, second, second class, I mean, second half master class. I'm about to cook up something crazy for you real quick. And he yeah. came out and he showed Arteta, this is what I can still do when I want to do it. You know, Mo, Mo, Mo Salah just, he just sucks right now. I'm going to be honest with you. He had a goal, but he should have had that PK. You know, that that is abysmal, bro. Like, sh- shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Need to sell him. You know, I'm being real with you, bro. Like, <laughs> no, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna get on me for it, but, like, let's be no, real, bro. That was a pivotal miss. They could have won that game, could have really shooken up this title race. You know, yeah. um, Darwin Nunes, terrible touch. He should have made it. Yeah. Come on now. Uh, Kanate, the hell you doing at the end of the game? Bro, they had so many chances, bro. Bro, bro you, like with the Kanate one, bro. Oh, my you God. Couldn't got, you couldn't got your foot up there? Your like, foot? You couldn't, like, come on, bro. He just, bro his chest. Had, what, like, dude, what are you doing, bro? Dude, so, I, so, yeah. I'm, I'm watching that game in the background, and I'm watching all the Liverpool misses. Like, are you joking? Bro, I, I was like, I know D's piss. Dude, I'm like, I, was, I know D's piss right now, bro. I mean, so, listen, it, 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 listen, at the end of the day, though, I mean, if you think about it, and yes, we, we can maybe touch on Arsenal a little bit, but yeah, yeah, I think a tie was a, a draw was really all we needed um, as a, as City fans, all we needed to really get back in this race, right? I mean, we're, yeah. we're six points behind. We have a game in hand. We have to assume that we're, we're going to win our game in hand because that's the only way we can actually win the league. Yeah. So let's just say we're three points behind with the same amount of games. Then we play Arsenal. If if we beat Arsenal, now it's all about goal difference for the rest of the season. And, and you guys have gen- advantage. Generally, we do. But the pro- but that's the problem. If we if Liverpool actually did what they were supposed to do and won, goal difference would be out of the question. Yep. So that's uh. But I mean, back to Arsenal though. I mean, thank goodness, right? I mean, let's make this thing interesting. Let's be honest. If they won that game today, I mean. It, I, I know every single week I'm saying Arsenal going to win, Arsenal going to win. But, I mean, come on. This was, this is arguably their hardest game besides us for the rest of the season. I believe they also played Brighton once yeah. as well. Newcastle as well, I think. Newcastle. They also played Chelsea. Yeah. Whatever that means uh, at this yeah. point. But they do hey, have a hey, schedule. Hey, don't, don't, do not take that game lightly. That is the Battle of London, bro. And, yeah. and, and, and Chelsea typically wakes up for those games. They don't like losing London, bro. Yeah, they think I mean, they run it still. They think London's blue. That's still so delusional. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know. No, you, listen. You're right. You're right. But uh, it it's one of those, bro. Where like, thank goodness Liverpool did what they needed to do today. Let's just say that. Thank. Oh, goodness. give give uh Klopp some shouts, bro. He could have easily went out there and was like, hmm, I'm tired of seeing Pep win. And I think T- that's take a it. Weird, it's a it you know this this end to the season has really held up well in terms of integrity. One hundred percent. Not from refereeing, but just from in terms of like players. Oh my god! I'm so glad you just brought that up. Okay, go ahead. Go right I, ahead. I I completely forgot about it. We cannot cannot you know not talk about that on this podcast. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it or even heard about it, but um, in the game, I want to say towards the end of the first half, um, Andy Robertson is walking back. And he's trying I to talk to the officials. Yeah, I saw that, Jay. Dude, I had it on the background. I think my my, my TV was <sighs> muted. I just saw the elbow come up from the yes. official. 
Yes. I'm sorry. Bro. I'm sorry. If if you want to get on Mitrovic for the little shove, Casemiro for choking, all that. No, no, no. Skip Casemiro's right because we're talking about player on referee. Got you. Got you. Let's see this Bruno. Even though I think it was terrible from what Bruno did, that shove on the linesman. That's true. That's true. That's true. If you want to criticize those to the highest extent of the of the law in in terms of uh, footballing policy. Yep. You better have that same energy. And as as the kids say, Jay, keep that same energy for that referee. That elbow, it didn't look like he was moving Robertson out of his uh, nah. out of his way, like nah. out of his personal space. It looked like a get out of here. Yeah. And it was yeah. like it was kind of violent too, bro. It was up. Yeah. You know, it's a flagrant in basketball, guys. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, oh a flag- it's a fine, it's a flagrant, you it's know, a this, it's a that, yeah. Possible suspension, all type of stuff. Um they got to speak on it. I want to hear the Prim talk about it. Um, like you just said, help, 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 hold people accountable to the same standards. You know, that's what we and want here. That's a great point, right? Because same standards. I don't think, uh, you know, whether the standards are here in terms of punishment or here, just hold them to the same. I don't really yep. care. I don't care where they are, right? Yep. Just hold them to the same. It, it, you know, now at the same time, Robertson's acting like he got shot, right? He's like, <laughs> did you guys see that? My sh- yeah. Oh, my God. Stop yeah. It. But, um. Yeah, that was crazy. Really yeah. crazy, right? 100%. It was it was absolutely wild, bro. Uh, never seen an official act like that. They're typically never... pretty composed. Exactly. Um, but I think that guy was younger, though, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, uh, I was watching it, and I'm looking at him. Like, he looks like he's about 30, 35. So not just saying, like, maturity comes with age, but he could have just got rattled, bro. And I don't know. Maybe Robertson said something to him. Who knows? We're seeing this day and age now that people are just cracking a lot under pressure, especially athletes. Yeah. Um, with fans. So who knows what was said? We don't know. Um, but I do want to hear an explanation from both sides as, as to what happened, what transpired, because it was just crazy, bro. It was uh it was, it was wild, man. Here. It is crazy out here. So, <laughs> um I'm glad you brought that up. I completely forgot. Yeah, but I got a question for you, bro. I'm I'm very curious about that. You know, this episode, I guess you can say it's about city and arsenal. Um, title race and everything. Are you a little upset? Um, this is why I think it's going to be the ultimate choke job for Arsenal if they do somehow lose this this title. Um, they're only worried about the Prem right now. You guys are worried about the Champions League and the Prem and the FA Cup. Yeah. Uh, they lost, got knocked out of Europa League. No one's been talking about it. I'm gonna talk about it though. That's that's BS. They got knocked out. Right. Everyone swept it under the rug. Oh, they're, they're contending for the prim. That's all they're worried about. Got knocked out of the FA Cup as well. No one really said anything. Yeah. Contending for the prim. If they lose this title to City, bums. Jay, Jay, bums. Jay, let's go back to keeping the same energy. Same energy, bro. I want I, the not, same energy. Exactly. I'm not the biggest Liverpool fan, as you know, but I think last season they, they were, again, they were two games away from having the best season of all time. It just is what it is. But how do we now view that Liverpool season last year? They won two domestic cups. Yep. And they, and that's it. Yep. The the how good their season was for the majority of it versus what they ended up with were so vastly different. This could be the same thing with this Arsenal team, right? The majority of the season they're on top, the majority of the season they're playing great, but they Looks good. don't win anything. <laughs> it's entertainment, I mean, bro. Prem's gonna like it. Yeah, it was a, a moneymaker. But when it comes to legacy talk, 
I'm trying okay, to tell so, these boys y'all not ready yet. Calm down. Yeah. Humble and, yourselves. And, and, and exactly. And I, I think that's where we, you know, and I'm actually hearing some thoughts that, you know, Arsenal are going to be just as good next year, even better. And, you know, it all depends on what they do in the transfer window. But, bro, I think they're taking this, they're taking this, this, this season a little bit lightly, in my opinion. Like, bro, you should be, you should be trying to, to win every competition you can, especially bro. when you're not guaranteed them. Bro, it, it it it's 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 hilarious, but it shows you the levels. It shows you the levels when it comes to managing, and this is why I transition and bring up the best club in England, the club that that bleeds red. You know, Eric Ten Hag is levels levels better than Arteta, and I'm gonna tell you why. Yes, yeah, we're in the same position as them right now. City is the top dog. Everyone wants to beat City, but City's still contending. City's still hot. They're not going anywhere. Arsenal's showing their full cards right now. They're trying to, trying to kill you in the prim when they're not really ready yet. Everyone sees it. We all know they're not ready. What is Man United doing on the other hand? We're contending as well, right? But we're winning titles in different competitions. We're yeah. breeding champions right now. Winning mentality. Establishing that as a culture. And, you know, it, like, like let, let's compare this really quick. Like, let's just say you guys go for the rest of the season and don't win anything else, and Arsenal go for the season and they lose the Premier League. You guys won a trophy this year. They didn't. And we're, you know? and we're in the top four. We, we made Champions League. In the top four, just like them. You guys are both going to be Champions League next year. You guys both have are going to get some more money in the, in the summer. I mean, like, get more players. Exactly. You're going you're gonna to kind of look back at the season like, uh, I think Manchester United probably had a better season, right? I mean, it's. Eric's quiet, bro. He's playing a long game. He's know? always quiet. He's quiet. He's chilling he's right now. Quiet. He's he's watching everyone cook, you know, do what they got to do. Yep. But we're, we're right there. Third, fourth, battling with Newcastle back and forth, you know. I, I think fifth was a scare for a little bit, but Tottenham is just so bad. It, it, and it is. Like, let's – all right, let's bring up Man U. We come back from the break. We go to Newcastle. They smack us. They smacked the hell of our, I mean, like, just smack us, bro. It was, it was crazy. I was so disappointed with the game. Um, this is why I think I'm so big, like, people can call me a hater. I don't know the game. Whatever it is. But I don't like Bruno Fernandez, And there's a reason why I don't like Bruno Fernandez. When you just, like, you kind of described a little bit about the players who, you know, they, they attack on, on, on one end, you know, all the time. But then when it comes to effort and defending and all that stuff, they don't really do it. I'm going to give Bruno some credit. He does typically give effort 100% of the time, right? But his decision-making is terrible. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible. And then, to top it off, to be our captain or quote-unquote leader, which is, makes me so, you know, much more upset, when things don't go right, Bruno Fernandez is the worst player on the fucking pitch, bro. He's not your he's not your guy to exactly. He's exactly. not that guy. So we will never achieve a standard of of I think winning in a proper way, in a good way, elevating our young players when Bruno Fernandez is captain or leading the charge. I'm sorry. I, I we will never do it, bro. Never. He's that a, bad. It's a, great, it's a great point, right? Because it's like you can you can cheer all day long about his effort and the fact that he plays every second of every game and and by the way, you should be commended by that, right? I mean, it's 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 very difficult to do, right? You know, he's an athlete, footballer, exactly. Shouts to um, him, professional as well. Professional, exactly. He's a professional. Uh, he's you know he's going to work every day. Great. However, you're 100 percent right. That's a player where if he is not quality, he is a 
he's a massive liability for you. Yes. Because that's not a player that's going to get you back in a game. And, you know, when you guys start losing these big games, even the even the Liverpool game, right, where you guys lost 7-0, it's like, it's like, bro, this guy, Bruno Fernandez, has been a part of all of these massive defeats, you know? And it's like, what is he saying to the team? You know, I bet he's just walking around. It's your fault. It's your fault. Yes. I've seen him in action. I've seen him in action, bro. Talking to the young kids, Garnacho and everybody, bro. When they make a decision where he doesn't think he deems not right, yes, you see him, bro. It's the Cristiano effect. Yep. I'm calm. Bro, you're not that standard yet. You haven't won anything with us. You're not that guy. Calm down, guy. bro. Yeah. And I hate it they well, hype has, him up so yeah, much. He has, he has one now. He has one now. He is a winner now. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know? But, but put some respect. My, 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 my point is he is not KDB. Yeah. KDB is the best prim midfielder of all time, arguably. Shouts to him for 100 assists. He's at that point, bro. Skill-wise, skill. I think he... He's been at that point. But yeah, keep going. Yeah, real talk, you know? Um, but that's that's not Bruno Fernandez, And we, as Man United fans, need to stop holding him to that standard. Yeah. We will not excel and, and reach that point of consistency and dominance when he's the lead midfielder, creative, leading the charge. It's well, that, not going to happen. That, that's a super mature point, right? Like, 100%. However... Ten Hag's got the players who he's got. You know what I he mean? He does. He does. So and until I, I, that I, I, changes, yeah, he's going to be one of your main players. Right. We want Frankie, bro. That's 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 the one I think is just going to shut all this up. Well, he's Everyone's not. He's not. He's not going to move him into that position, though. I mean, like, but, like, 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 who's who's going to really? You're not. You're not going to buy a player in the next two windows who's going to compete for Bruno Fernandez's position. It's just not going to happen. You know, like Sabitz is your low knee. Even if you sign him, yeah, he's not going to be playing that position over over Bruno. I mean, you know who I think should be the one right there uh, instead of Bruno. And he does it here and there, but I guess, I don't know. I think he's just no. not. Yes, Sancho? yes, yes, bro. He's been cooking when he's at the 10. He's been cooking, bro. I'll, I'll That's his honest, most comfortable. Because, like, he's not. I got you. One second. But he's not quick enough to be on the wing. I've, I'm convinced of that right now, especially in the prim, I, I would the, say. I was about to say in the prim. Like, in yes, the prim. Yes. In the prim. He's not quick enough. We, we clearly see it. Footwork, though? And just possessional, I mean, possessional play with the ball and everything, bro. He's different. He's better than Bruno. I trust him more. Oh, 100%. You know? Um, 100%. So I, he's not going to make that bonehead mistake. Uh, what you worry about with Sancho is the effort. Constantly, that, you know, going back the, and forth. Jay, you can only have so many luxury players. And I think we talked about this last time. Yeah. How many luxury players, can, like, how many luxury players are out there that are actually worth having on your team? A, a Ronaldo, a Messi, and a yeah. Mbappe. There's not very many that you're like, okay, this guy can do barely any work and we can still get away with it because he's just doing so well on the other end. Sancho's nowhere close, but he's acting like he's a luxury player. I personally think, and I've, I've watched Sancho enough now, I, I'll be 100% honest, you guys need to sell him immediately. And, and JJ, I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to be like uh, on some crazy stuff. That's a player you, can't, you cannot keep, bro. You cannot keep because his, he thinks he's better than he is. And his effort level, here's the thing. Like you just said, he's not quick enough to play on the wing. And he's not going to work hard enough to be in the midfield. What are you playing? Now you're, I, 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 I got to say one thing, bro. One thing. That's Cap. <laughs> it's Cap. You want to know why it's Cap? Okay. You were in this same position like we're Grealish? Yes, yes. No, hold on, hold on, wait, hold wait, on, Jay. Wait, wait, hold wait, on. Wait, wait. No, no, you hold he on. Struggle like a. It doesn't matter. Mm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 
Why not? Go it, ahead. It Go doesn't ahead. matter. Okay. Grealish has always, and I mean always, given 100%. Always. That's the only thing I can ever command him on. He's, he, dude, he always gives 110. You have a player in Sancho who gives 60%, maybe 70% on a good day when he's got his hair, the right hair, hair gel in, it's maybe it's 75. Dude, Grealish works 110 every single time. That's the difference. This I I I I just dispute that because say say that's true, right? Say that's true. Say having a player that competes seventy percent, eighty percent of the time, blah blah blah. I'll, I'll I'll say okay, I got you, right? Then I'll bring up the fact that another player who people constantly say the same thing about Anthony Martial, right? You put him on a pitch though, you clearly see that he affects the game and man, yeah. he wins and he scores I- goals, creates assists. That's the same thing with Jaden Sancho, bro. Okay, okay, I will take it. that. I will take that eighty percent that he does way more than Bruno's one hundred percent. You want to know why? Because Bruno cheeks. He boo boo. He's terrible. Turnovers, like I'm telling you, bro, it's okay, right there in the pudding. That's a fair. That's a fair opinion. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dispute that. I'm just saying, in in the current situation where Bruno is the guy in that position, and the yeah. chances, and obviously from a wing standpoint, Sancho's not going to get over over Anthony, who's just a new signing, and then obviously Rashford, who's the, probably the best player on the team going forward. It leaves Sancho in a position where he's a luxury player. He's been 75, 80 million spent, not producing on the level that you ex- would expect him. Why not move him on for 40 million? Why not? I, I, I say because there are other options on that team. You can move way before him. Right, you 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 mentioned okay. you mentioned Ooh. you mentioned Sancho and the price tag and you know how he's not doing enough, right? I can say the same thing for Anthony. Cost so fucking much money, and he new, he new, and and, and what scored a lot of goals. New right. player scored a lot of goals. That, but, you can say that, right? Like right. But what separates Sancho from um Anthony? He can create and score goals. Anthony only scores goals, and when he's not doing that, he's absolute cheese. You, you do not have to tell me that Sancho's a better player than Anthony. I know. Trust me, I know. <laughs> but at the end of the day, not only is he a new player, but the one thing that, you know, sometimes in football or in sports in general, it's not being well-rounded that matters. It's being great at one particular thing. And the one particular thing that this guy, <laughs> Anthony, is great at is a strike left foot Typically he, outside the box. Dude, it's he does it every game. I, I think it's funny. I'm like, are you playing FIFA, bro? But, like, but, straight up? But, Jay, if you can master that and you can if you can master getting yourself in that position every single game, which, by the way, players have done. Yeah. We, we know Robin's the best example. Even my, though, obviously, Robin's, Robin's a thousand times better than Nancy. Hey, still. My apologies. I, I see the similarities. Anytime I, like, I, I kind of don't understand something in football, you know, I'm kind of lost, I resort it back to basketball. That's like my, my key point, right? And, okay. and, and basketball, what do you have? A three-point shooter. There are players like that in NBA who slow, slowly just shoot threes. They're not they're doing anything else. That's Anthony, bro. He's yes. a he's a striker. He just hits it in a little bit. And now, and now out and now the box. Let, let's circle back, right? You would never pay massive money for just a three-point shooter in the in the NBA. At That's all. That's the problem. Yes. This is like this is like giving um uh Miami um Wow, shooter Duncan, Duncan Rob is it Duncan, Duncan Robertson? Robertson. Yep, Duncan yep. Robertson, bro, giving him that max contract. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Yeah, and that's that's the state we're at, Man United. Jay, I'm glad we're on the same page today. This is great. Hey, hey man, we're, we're friends again. <laughs> <laughs> the best, the best, no more of the best of rivals. It's best of friends. I, I wonder, I wonder if you're gonna be in the same, you know, positive mood 
when you guys play Bayern Munich? Is that Tuesday? Do we play on Tuesday? Champions League, baby, is coming up. It or is, is it Wednesday? No, I think you guys might. You, or is it Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Oh man, I thought you know I thought it was postponed to last, to next week for some reason. I'm so Let's glad. Get it? Yeah. So so this is why I asked you that question about the Arsenal thing. Them not playing in a lot of competitions. Not only did they drop points, right? And you guys have to come back and answer for that. But you also have this huge game against Tuku and Byron Munich. Yeah. This Tuesday. Like, yeah. what's well, your predictions? How do you feel? So we're, we're at home. That's a good start. That's a good one. Uh, um, you know, I think with any non-Premier League team at this point in, in, in football, and I, you know, maybe it's just this year, but I think it's just a trend in general. I just have a feeling that these teams that aren't playing great competition week in, week out, actually struggle in a game where they're playing a Premier League team. Yeah. You have to understand, bro, the competition level in the Premier League is so, so great that every single, bro, you play, like, going to play Brentford, it's like, damn, I got to play Brentford? That's a hard game in the Premier League. I just feel like teams in the Prem are built so much different than than a than a Bayern who's playing maybe two three hard teams a, a year. Having said that, Bayern has all the talent in the world. We have some liabilities in our formation. It's a naive formation if he goes with it, with the which is the whole three two 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 one. I believe it is. Okay. Um, there are some places where we where we can get at. He we can be got at. The sort of drama behind the whole Cancelo and Tuchel uh, mixing here is a little bit. It's just kind of like you know, it's fate can, that that can destroy us as well. Which is funny, you bring up that one right there. Um, I believe when Tuchel first game back, maybe against BVB, uh, I think Cancelo didn't start or didn't play one of them. Um, he'll play in this game just cause. <laughs> well, right, he'll play he, in this game just because he did come out and say immediately like you know we, we we do need him and he's gonna be a major player for us you know in the future all that good stuff right yeah but i just find it funny now that you know jow left a very strong you know ego minded coach and pep who wants it a certain way and to get another yep and jow doesn't like that right yeah and he goes over now and tuku's there who's the same way if you're not doing what I, I what I want, your ass is not playing, bro. Jay, what did, what did I say? I mean, I said one, you can let him go. Don't really care. Two, I said the grass is always greener. And, yep, you know, he, he if, called he thinks, if he thinks he's going to Bayern Munich to like somehow like re- resurrect his career, like I want more playing time. It's like, bro, earn the playing time. We don't have any fullbacks. You can start. Earn the playing time. But, yeah, you know, he doesn't he doesn't want to do it. Uh, having said that, again, just fate being fate and sports being drama. You could see Cancelo going, starting that game, putting in a wonder cross, scoring a, a wonder goal. You could see it, right? I mean, part two. You you could also see him like getting sent off and like him helping us, and they'd be like, oh, "Okay, double agent." You know, there's a whole bunch of storylines that could come out of this. But at the end of the day, I think this game probably going to be a, a whether it's one nil or a two one. I think we're just going to get the edge in this in this uh, at the, in this home leg. Okay. And then when we go to Bayern Munich, it's like, can we? produce can pep prove because in my opinion bro and maybe i'm being naive but i think in my opinion if we win this game we win the whole thing but i, I it, we still have real madrid potentially to go napoli's napoli they're the hottest team in the league right now um in the world right now sorry uh awesome man but yeah i just i just feel like this Bayern munich you know 
Like, bro, if we get past this, but at the same time, and this is the weird thing about football, if we end up getting smashed by Brian Munich and we get out the cup, it's like, is 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 bad as that is and as annoying as it may be now we have less games to play now we can focus yep. more on the Premier league and fa cup there's just there's just so many so, like pros and cons to all of this stuff bro well right now i think when's the next fa cup game oh it's not going to be until like the end of the month i think okay. it's like 27th maybe or maybe even like next month yeah it's it's not for a while not for okay. like two weeks maybe three weeks so so i was going to say uh you know, you guys will definitely probably get rid of FA Cup before anything and just strictly worry about Champions League and Premier League. But that's not until a couple months. So you, you do have these two tournaments. A couple you have weeks. To worry about. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, a couple weeks. I mean, it's coming up, but it's only one game. Uh, I believe. Yeah, it's only one game. I think who are we playing again? It's it's not a it, difficult team. It, yeah. Is it Sheffield? Sheffield. So it's, it's banking my, up. My, 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 hold on. I, I used yeah. to live in Sheffield. So. Uh, for those who don't know, lived there for a year. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. I hate everything about Sheffield. I met some good, good people though, but um, that's actually a personal game for me now. Uh, just think about that. That's personal. <laughs> I like, we don't FA Cup over Champions League. That is yeah. a personal game. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. Um. You know, you got you guys. I I think you pull that one out. Honestly, it's at it's at home. So yeah, I'm I'm a roll city with the first leg. First uh, leg. First leg. For sure. You know. Second one's a little different. But then you got to go over to Madrid and Chelsea. Frank Lampert, you know. It's a toss-up, Jay. It's a toss-up. Is it really like, a toss-up? This is what the Champions League is, though, right? It's a toss-up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's two teams that have not really seen each other all season, who don't yeah. really plan for each other. Yeah. And, you know, it's it, there's a whole bunch of stuff that can Bro, you think Frank Lampard's a better manager than Ancelotti? It's like, of course not. But any day, any time... Mudrick could turn it on. Sterling could turn it on. Havertz could turn it on. You know? True. That's true. It is what it is. Like, on, I, it, it, if every game was was played on paper, we'd already know who the winner was. But I, 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 just, I just don't see them doing anything with Madrid right now, bro. I'm pretty sure they, they got their revenge on Barcelona and knocked them out of the yeah. um, Spanish Cup, whatever. Um, they just look motivated right now, bro. Um, Benzema playing peak form. Had a hat trick i think recently they just won't be able to stop that it's going to be too much madrid uh, no but no defensively listen man defensively chelsea chelsea has and this is the thing about graham potter you know do you just leave him in because chelsea defensively have been fantastic for the majority of the season just attacking you know? they have a problem with exactly i mean obviously tiago silva's out but you know Koli bali people have questions with i personally think he's doing pretty well but fafana's played well yeah um ben chilwell's playing well reese james is back i mean it's a, it's decent defensively bro so what's your score? What do you what do you have? First game three three no Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, after all that, after all that, after all that, listen. I think it's. I mean, Jay, I, there's no number. What, what what do you want me to do? I, I do Chelsea score? I mean, do Chelsea ever score? I mean, maybe maybe there's a storyline of Joe Felix, obviously former Atletico. Maybe yeah. he scores a goal. Uh, I think it's you know what I'm going three one Madrid first game it's at Madrid so I'm going three one Madrid. Okay, okay. First leg. Uh, first game. I'm gonna go two one Madrid. Okay. I, I like the uh, Jao Felix possibly getting the goal. He makes sense yeah. play against Madrid. Um, but I don't I don't think it's gonna be a route. I don't think it's gonna be three one three zero nothing like that. Only because like you said, defense defensively 
you know, Chelsea have been pretty good all season, right? And then they yep. get a, a key player back who defends in Conte, you know? And, you know, hopefully he plays and plays pretty well against Madrid. But That's a great point, yeah. Because if Conte's on his, on his stuff, you know. It can be a game. That three might go to two. Because might, might go to one. Let's, let's be real. That uh, Madrid midfield is, is prone to kind of get played a little, a little bit right now. They're getting older over there. You know, Tony Cruz catching up in age. Luka Modric catching up in age. Still fabulous and world-class midfielders. I'm not denying that. I've seen Madrid. I watch them. But they're older now, though, bro. You know? So, yeah. we shall see. That could be a key way of Chelsea getting back into the game. Um, just taking over the midfield. It's going to be interesting. I'll be watching, for sure. Hell yeah. That, that's um, the Wednesday game. Yes, sir. You know, you know, and, uh, you know. I, I got to stop, though. I got to stop because I have what? to watch Napoli at some point, bro. And Napoli's on the, on the, on the same, same time. Uh, just not, you, I just, you, keep, I just wait until, you keep like, you keep bringing them up, bro. No, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? You know, you, you can't you can't be like, oh, I'm a football fan, football fan, and then completely disrespect one of the best teams in the world, right? Now. It's it's tough, bro. Because well, I, no, I, I keep doing it though. I keep doing it. What what I'm waiting on with Napoli is play somebody worth seeing. So semifinals, finals, finals. They they play Madrid. They play City. Whoever it is, and okay. and Victor goes stupid. He goes crazy, bro. I'm yeah. So AC Milan's not a tough, a tough challenge. It's not. I mean, not saying it's not a tough challenge. It's always a tough challenge, you know. Um, AC is a top club, once very, very uh, respected club, you know, back in the day. It won't be easy. Won't be easy at all. But it's not the same as playing against, you know, a team from the Prem or yeah. La Liga, bro. Let's be real, you know. Yeah. So I, I will eat my 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 shit for real if they go out there and they kill and they win a title. You know, I'm not denying that they're a great team, one of the best teams in Europe. We all get it. But like, it's yeah. it's, it's also like fool's gold. I'm gonna so be real with you. They have to earn our viewership at this point. They have to they, earn they our, do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. And you can say I'm a fake fan, whatever. But like, I I watch Prem. That's the best league in the world. Yeah. yeah. You know, I tune in uh, to La Liga because Madrid and Barcelona have been killing in Champions League since I've been the kid. You know. Yeah. Uh, Bayern Munich as well in Bundesliga. Yeah. I don't watch. Like I'm not. Come on, bro. AC Milan ain't done nothing for me in a minute. Napoli ain't done nothing for me in a minute. Juventus, yeah. the once were, was great, but like, yeah. come on, like, yeah. bro, no, let's no, be no. real, bro. You're kind of speaking facts, like, yeah, hundred percent. You know what? Yeah, think about it. Uh, maybe I don't feel too bad. Maybe I have, maybe I have the second monitor on. You know what I mean? Watch, watch them on mute, something like that. <laughs> but um, now, uh, you know, what? I'm, I'm glad, bro. For some reason, I thought that we were playing next week. I'm so glad we're playing this week. That's fantastic. Right, it's coming up. All right. So with that, I think that rounds out episode sixty-four of the Best of Rivals podcast. Um, great episode, Jay. Pretty long one, to be honest with you. Long, but, you know, we, we've been off for a little bit. A lot um, to talk about. Podcast going to be coming out every week, you know, going forward for the, probably for the re- remainder of the season, at the very least. Um, but yeah, you can, you, can, uh, you can find us everywhere, man. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at the Best of Rivals, uh, as well as this entire podcast uh, on video. Yeah. As well as audio at the Best of Rivals podcast um cool and with that myself jay great podcast buddy yes sir are out deuces baby